Hello and welcome to the local side of Key West. I am your host Kelly and today we're going camping in the Keys. Let's go. Hello guys. Happy, I say this every week. I want to say happy Wednesday because it's Wednesday morning for you, but it's actually Tuesday to us. It is not Taco Tuesday today. We are not drinking margaritas, but it is Tropical Storm Elsa Day. <laughs> so this is podcast Elsa edition, right? Right. Um, so just let's do a little background check of uh, our tropical storm today. Everything is good. It was very windy. I dumped out our rain gauge and it was at over five inches when I dumped it out. I don't know where it's at, honestly. But we did get a lot of rain, had some flooding, some trees down, but it was nothing. Everything is good over here. The island will be hopping tomorrow. It'll be beautiful. The weather's always perfect after a storm. So I hope you guys kept all your plans. You didn't change your plans to come here. I'm sorry if your flight got canceled. I actually had a client today whose flight got canceled till Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> so, so yeah, that happens when you book during hurricane season. <laughs> all right. So today I wanted to talk about camping. Uh, my mom's idea of roughing it is not, what does she always say? Oh, no room service at a hotel. So I, I do take after my mom a lot. I don't like to go to hotels that don't have white blankets. And I know y'all know what I'm talking about. When you go to like a beach resort and those colored blankets that feel weird when you touch them. Ugh, I cannot stand it. If the hotels have those blankets, get rid of them right now. Nobody likes them. They don't look good. Nobody likes them. <laughs> but I did go camping one time with Keith. When I was a kid, we used to camp a lot. We used to go um, to a property that my family owned and do a little camping there. But most of the time, my mom and I went to the Holiday Inn <laughs> as a kid, not going to lie. So I hadn't camped in a long time. And before we lived here, Keith was like, we had come, already come to Key West twice in one month. I mean, one year. And... Keith was like, well, let's go a third time. I'm like, yeah, I can't. That's too much money. He's like, well, let's camp. I'm like, in a tent? I don't think so. <laughs> but he made me do it. Made you? You made me do made it. You. Yeah, I did not want to go. Okay. The way he bribed me was that we would take our kayaks and kayak all over the Keys and experience the Keys from the water in like a, a little more of a primitive way, which I was interested. I was intrigued. It was July. Wow, it's July now. It was July. It was very, very hot. Very hot. And when we went kayaking, that's when we saw the Spotted Eagle Ray that I always talk about. It's when we did so much fun stuff. Kayaking in the Keys. You guys, I would definitely 10 out of 10 recommend doing it, but not in July. <laughs> so Keith gets this tent and we pack up at the time we had a Suburban. So we pack up the Suburban, chocked full including a window air conditioner that he put in our tent <laughs> and for the little princess for the little princess which by the way he likes air conditioning more than me so princess all you want prince mm. and we put a window unit in our tent and it did stay nice and cool we made it about five days and then we went and stayed at a hotel mm. so we camped on the water and i'm telling you i am a tad bit of a princess so i was a little nervous i had the best freaking time in my entire life man it stormed it was hot i watched an iguana get eaten by something it was the worst <laughs> you didn't just watch it oh you videoed it oh i did and deleted the video because i didn't know i was i was videoing 
this is before I lived here. So I was really amazed at Iguana Swim. And it was swimming. And I was like, look, babe, it's swimming. And something jumps up and ate it right out of the water. And it was made me cry, literally. Like, my meat comes from flowers. <laughs> I do not like to eat animals. So... Yeah, that was an experience. But, you know, I got up in the morning and I made coffee and put it on a picnic table. And I literally, I'm an early bird. So I get up before the sun even comes up, before Keith even gets up. And I walked outside and I sat on the picnic table before the sun came up and watched it come up with coffee on the water. And it was absolutely the best time I had in my life. I wish I could convince my mom to go camping, but that ain't never happening. (laughs) She's never doing it. She's going to listen to this and just totally know. She's like, no, Kelly. When I told her, she's like, what are you doing on your podcast this week, Kelly? And I was like, camping. And she literally went, uh, uh. <laughs> so yeah, mom's never going camping. But I did have the best time in my life. So if you're ever considering it, I know everyone goes RV camping. And I've honestly really never done RV camping. So I don't really know. I'm sure it's a lot more convenient than going tent camping. It's a hotel and a campground. Yeah. Mm. And I, I, I really want to do it one day, but as of now, my experience is in a tent, and I had the best time of my life. So if you ever think about it, and you're like, oh, I don't want to tent camping, and, I mean, don't do it in July, but... Yeah, do it a little, like, uh, here, you do it in December, January, February times. Okay, I did mean... Oh, excuse me. I did mean here. I meant, I meant July, you know, don't go camping here in July. Camp. probably where you live you have to go in july because you're probably up north where there's snow you can't go in december <laughs> who are you referring to everybody, everybody on your podcast yeah so everyone you get my point if you're coming here to go camping don't camp in july in a tent <laughs> it's very very hot i'm not gonna lie so let's get into it a little bit i did some research and there are so many campgrounds okay From Marathon Down is where I'm sticking to. You know, I'm more of a Southern Keys kind of girl. Southern Keys? Lower Keys kind of girl. Uh, I don't know a lot about the Upper Keys. Not a ton, unless you're eating in Isle Mirada. So I'm going to stick with Marathon Down. And there's so many different ways to camp. I mean, I just was like, oh, okay, tent camping and RV camping. But there's there's a lot of information in this podcast. So get your little pens and pencils out. Pens and pencils? (laughs) <laughs> your little paper. I hate him. Get your writing utensil out. However you take notes, just do it. Also, I'm not putting any fees. There is one thing that has fees in it, but I'm not putting any fees in it. So call for fees. Also, every place I'm mentioning has detailed websites. So go to their websites. I did not write down all the websites. But literally, like I'm doing, this one is Sunshine Key. Sunshine Key. It's like sunshinekey.com. So just Google it. You'll find it. I'm super full of knowledge that way. So the first one I'm gonna do is Sunshine Key. It's RV, uh, Sunshine Key RV Resort and Marina, 38801 Overseas Highway. I'm already doing this incorrectly because these are not in geographical order. So is that gonna bother you? Do you want me to put them in geographical order? That would be the way I would do it. Of course you would. Uh, I think Jolly Rogers should be the first one then. So no. let's get, yeah, on no. my list. Sunshine is just on this side of the Seven Mile Bridge after Marathon. Do you have something in Marathon? Yeah. You do? Jolly Roger. Where's Jolly Rogers in Marathon? It's in Marathon. <laughs> mm. 59275 Overseas Highway. Mm. It's up by Duck Key, but it still says it has a Marathon address. Okay, go on with it. Okay. Guess we're starting there. 
11 acres, 160 full hookup sites, offering 50 amp electrical, uh, <laughs> electrical what? <laughs> 50 amp and 30 amp service. No, this one only 50, it says. Oh, no, it'll have 30s. Literally, the website says 50 amp electrical, so I'm going off the website, yeah. not my husband, who knows Anybody everything. Anybody that camps knows if they have 50, that means they have 30. But how come all the other websites say 50 and 30, and this one just says 50? Go on. Y'all call for the amps. Uh, the majority of the spots are spacious, shady, and grassy. The amenities include swimming pool, golf swimming and snorkeling, a bark park for the pups, boat docks, restrooms, laundry, covered group pavilions, and fishing. Never even thought about it, really, because a lot of places have covered pavilions, like privately, but these are for groups. And this one is just an RV park. So the next one I want to talk about is all I want to do now I'm, I'm so glad I researched this because I'm so excited, but Sunshine Key RV Resort and Marina, it's 38801 Overseas Highway. When you're driving down Overseas Highway, it's like right outside a big pine. I think it's Ohio Key. I have it on my notes. But there's... It's right after the seven mile heading south. I think it's called Ohio Key. I have it in my notes somewhere. 399 sites. When you drive by this, you can't miss it. There are so many campers there. 399 sites of unique resort uh, camping with a joining marina that offers RV users unprecedented access to a tropical island environment, which I think is cool because we're from Maryland and everything there is like woods or bay, you know, so it's really cool to be able to camp in like a tropical environment on the water. This thing, Keith, do you know how big this park is? How many acres do you think it is? Oh, I imagine it's somewhere in the 10 acre range. Way off. Oh. Way bigger. Oh, they must own Sea Bottom. 399 sites. 75 acres. Yeah, they own Sea Bottom. 75 acres on Ohio Key, right by Big Pine. It provides the perfect getaway for ocean activities or just relaxing. Fishing, kayaking, paddle boards, bikes, fishing charters, snorkeling tours, all of that is available at Sunshine Key. The amenities would be uh, pools, the beach, the store, laundry, waterfront, um, where are we at? Volleyball, horseshoes, game room, internet, kayak, paddleboard, pet friendly, restroom, shower, boats, uh, docks, playground, basketball, tennis, pickleball, outdoor pavilion, and um, waterfront sites. That's a lot. Place is completely brand new. Uh, after Irma. Yep. Activities include exercise class, planned activities, a marina, bait shop, family activities, water aerobics. It says unisex or something. I don't know. I thought it was weird the way we worded the water aerobics, but basically not unisex. What did they say? I'm sure it's... Uh, anyway, anybody can go. It's for men and go. women. Uh, dancing, creative arts, and outdoor movie nights. Also, in my research, I learned that you can rent these little, like, tiny houses or campers there. So, if you don't have a camper, you can just rent one of theirs or one of their little tiny houses and stay. Two bedroom, three bedroom, one bedroom. Yeah, it's very yeah. cool. And again, I'm not, I don't have prices because I can't give you prices. Here in the Keys, it's one price in the summer and another price in the winter. So, it's impossible to give you a price. So, you just call and get your prices. That place feels like... The Dirty Dancing Resorts of the Keys has everything you could ever want. And I want to go for my birthday, which is Labor Day weekend. Wouldn't that be a fun podcast, y'all? Y'all. Anywho. 
Big Pine, Big Pine Key Resort, formerly known as Big Pine Key Fishing Lodge, which honestly, nobody ever calls it anything but Big Pine Key Fishing Lodge, so I had no idea that it had even changed names. But it is 3300 Overseas Highway. I'm out of order, aren't I? 3300? Nope, I'm doing good. Working my way down. All right. I should have put them in numerical order for my husband. 10 pristine acres, mile marker 33, RV and rustic sites. There's also a motel available there, which I don't think that's camping, but it's there. Unless it's one of those dirty ones that nobody wants to take their shoes off. Yeah, but you know that place? I'm not going to mention the hotel's name because that's rude. But Keith and I stayed at a place one time in, in our Keys experiences before we lived here. And I had to wear my shoes in the shower. <laughs> so... <laughs> Princess. Mm, the amenities you can have a beach bonfire, there's dances, game night, sunset happy hours, fishing tournaments, arts and crafts, bingo. You know you love bingo. Uh, call them for their fees, like I said. And um, this one is just super easy. Everybody always goes there, it's really popular. I think I didn't say this at the beginning, but make sure you are um, you're booking all these in months in advance. Especially this next one, I actually read on the website, it books up 11 months in advance. Did you hear me? 11 months. And that means you have to call two years in advance to get a spot. That means it's... You know. (laughs) That's a state park. And it's gorgeous. And they lost a lot of their property from Irma. It says on their websites which campgrounds are open and which ones yeah, are closed. So that's, and that's why they book up so much, too. Yeah, but it's also one of probably the prettiest place you can go oh, and amazing. camp. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. Um, experience breathtaking views that accommodates a variety from large RVs to small tents. The sites are... What's honey? They also have lodging. They do. I try to avoid the lodging. But you can book lodging online with them, too. Um, these, those are like those big, tall wood buildings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the other side of the street. The sites are gravel, making it more suitable for RVs, just FYI. Sites on the water have a little bit of shade. A lot of them don't have any shade. They all have electricity, water, picnic tables, and a grill. There's a bathhouse with restrooms and hot showers. There is a vehicle height restriction there. It's 6 foot 8 inches. Pets are welcome, but must be on a leash at all times and under control. The other thing I thought was really cool about Bahia Honda, so like I said, tents and campers, but they actually have boat camping there. So they have docks specifically if you want to sleep in your boat. And this is the only thing I'm giving a fee for, but it's $2 per foot with a $30 minimum per night. And everything, like I was saying, you have to book everything in advance. Did you know they have boat camping there? Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. And, and double check on your height because RVs, I got it off the website. RVs come in at much higher heights, so uh, uh, they're allowed. That's why they put it on there. It's to get under the old Bahia Honda Bridge. Now it says. Well, not all of them are going that way apparently, because there's RVs there with 12 foot heights. Not there. Oh, okay. We're on not the, gonna we're not gonna continue this argument. So but, literally but I on what, I know what's there on their website it says vehicle height restriction. My, Six foot eight inches. My ram is higher than that. So I'm just telling you. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like I have to prove it to him. Get your phone out and no, give it a little Google. No, no, keep going. Y'all, I'm right. Okay, so the next one would be Geiger Marina and RV Park. It's at 5 Geiger Road. It's full of modern facilities, 
plus waterfront hookups, boat slips, laundry, showers, and direct access to the Florida Keys famous fishing reef. 10 miles from downtown, it has ocean views, live music, and a delicious restaurant. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I know you guys have heard me talk about this. Geiger Key Marina is like my, like one of my favorite places to go that's not in Key West because the view is so cool. You can rent, uh, it has deep water fishing, kayaking, paddle boards. You can actually rent kayaks and paddle boards there and go all through the mangroves. It is so pretty. Have breakfast, have lunch. I would definitely camp there if I had an RV. You have to bring your own RV and it's just RV, no, no tents. The next one is, this one's gonna be super simple. I wasn't even gonna add it in here because I feel like it's a competition with one of my favorite places, but that wouldn't be fair. Leo's Campground and RV Park. It's at 5264 Suncrest Road. On their website, it literally says, simple camping, full hookups. Help me out with this, honey. 30 amp, 50 amp power, right? Okay. Amenities would be laundry, Wi-Fi. It says Wi-Fi spots, so I don't know if that means like they have spots for you to use or if like, like to actually physically use or if there's certain spots that have it. I don't really know. So Wi-Fi, Tiki Huts, Dog Park, water access for dinghies only, kayaks and paddle boards. It, like I said, it says simple camping, so there's really not a, anything else to say about that. So my favorite place, of course, is Boyd's Campground. So, honey... Why that's your favorite? Because that's where you made me go camping. Made I know, and I would 100% go again. We actually got rid of our tent. Otherwise, I would go again, but if I really want to go buy another tent and go. I really love Boyd's. Um, their amenities would be... Oh, no, they just said they have back-end sites. I'm stupid when it comes to that. Do, do people even pull forward, or is it, like, impressive that they have back-end sites? Pull through. Oh, pull-through would be the other one. Oh, so I couldn't drive the camper anyway, but if I only could back in. (laughs) Back in sites, cable TV service, concrete patio, full hookup, gravel RV pad, picnic tables, sewer hookups, water hookups. RV hookup, dockside. Oh, they also have a dockside limited waterfront view, which is the marina. So I'm assuming if you have a boat, you would park there with your camper so you could have it all together. They also have RV parking inland. So water view... Dockside inland. Then they have um, the tent camping. They have inland with water and electric, waterfront with water and electric, and then primitive, which is literally set your tent up, camp, nothing else. They also have a 16 foot travel, tra- travel, travel trailer, travel trailer that you can rent. No slides or anything, just really simple. The amenities include marinas. Uh, marina, fishing, poolside. Hmm. Oh, poolside bathrooms and showers. Sorry. They also have a whole shower room, which was really clean all the time when we used it. Obviously, I wore shoes, but it was very clean. It was very, I felt very, I felt more comfortable in the Boyd's Campground public bathroom than I did at that hotel I was telling you about. Game room, boutique, boat ramp, kayak paddleboard rentals, uh, art festivities. That seems wrong. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Sorry, I threw myself all off. Fishing and tents. So there's a lot more stuff too, but that's just what I kind of wrote down. Has so many amenities. We hung out at the pool like every single day. It was so cool. Didn't you love doing that? I did. I feel like I'm forgetting to tell you something about Boyd's, but really it was my favorite place to camp. It's also my only place, but I really enjoyed it. And it is full of amenities. So the 
All right. So, side note, side note, side note, side note. We did a little research while making this podcast. And the six foot eight regulation at Bahia Honda was for sites 73 through 84 only. So there are sites where your camper can go in that are not height restricted. Did I say that right? So thank you for making me do the extra research. I hope you guys read that. So the last place we're going to talk about is the Dry Tortugas. Keith and I were going to go to the Dry Tortugas right before Irma. So Irma happened in September. We were going to go in November and we were going to camp. It's extreme primitive camping. That's it. It's very primitive. But I see pictures of the dry tortugas at night. Oh my God. The stars. You're in the middle of nowhere. When we lived in Marathon, we were at the end of a, of a peninsula. And man, it just felt like you were walking out to the end of the world. We would just sit out there on our dock box on the water and look at the stars for hours. I mean, lay in the hammocks and watch the stars. And this must be the extreme version of that. Of course, after Hurricane Irma, nobody was going out to the Tortugas, and then we just haven't made it to actually camp out there. We did take the seaplane one time, but we both still want to camp there. Again, not in July. (laughs) I looked everywhere, but there is a company who will provide all the camping gear for you. You pay them to do it all. I cannot, I'm wondering if they're still in business. I could not find the name of that company. They I didn't only provide it, they set it up for you. Yeah, you go there, they have everything set up, and then they come and pick it up. Actually, no, I think they put it all in a tote for you onto the ferry and you do it. But anyway, they, they prep it all for you. I was dying to find this. I used to follow them on Instagram. I went through my Instagram. I cannot find them. That doesn't mean anything. Maybe they're still out there. If you guys know who it is, please tell me, and I will make sure I post about them again because... That is an impressive thing, and they're the only ones that do it, okay? But the Dry Tortugas is primitive camping. You have to bring everything. The only thing that's provided there for you is a picnic table, an elevated grill for charcoal. They don't provide the charcoal, just FYI. Uh, And hooks to keep your items above the ground. That's it. Because I, I have heard there are big mice there. Rats. Big mice. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's the only thing that's big there? Just rats? Well, what else is there besides iguanas and rats? Well, you never know. I mean, we've seen raccoon on the islands. So. Oh, my God. We did see a raccoon that lives in Mud Key, which is a freaking island. Like, did he swim there and get stuck? Or, like, what's happening? <laughs> but anyway, so I guess because there are things there, you have to keep everything in totes and keep it off the ground. I did not know this. I bet you didn't know this either. But there's a toilet there you can use. Did you know that? There are toilets there, yeah. That the campers can use, though. Oh, I didn't know. It's a composting toilet, but they're closed from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. From 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., the ferry's there. So you have to use the ferry for your bathroom needs. The ferry also has a shower you can use, which I did not know. You are not allowed to use soap on the ferry. That is in black letters, no soap. So what do you shower in? I don't know. Can you not use conditioner and shampoo? Because then you could use body. I don't know. And then water is very restricted. You can get some from the ferry when it shows up. Yeah, but nothing from the island. Like, you need to bring everything yourself. There's nothing there but a table. And the ground. Just Mm -hmm. expect that. So, yeah, no soap allowed. There's no Wi-Fi. There's no cell service. There's no cell service. Nope. It said you can... no power. uh, You can bring (coughs) battery-operated... 
whatever your appliances, something to operate your appliances. There's also, I was going to go through this because this is so amazing, but there's also, a, um, if you go to nps.gov, you can read a frequently asked question, a frequently, you know, FAQ, frequently asked question site. There's about the fishing, the boating, your trash, drones, fees, reservations, the rules, like it's huge. And if you're going to go camping there, you need to click on every single link and read it. If you leave trash on that island, you are a piece of crap. I'm just telling you. Huh? Did you say easy? Yeah, you're on your podcast. I know I'm on my podcast, but you know we went out on the boat this weekend. And you know it's party weekend. And we picked up trash and had a ha- floating in the water. So much trash all weekend. Because people come down here, they don't respect the island. They trash it and they leave. It happens all the time. I don't remember what those things are called on the side of the road where everyone stops and fishes. There's a name for them all up and down the keys Mm -hmm. but this time of year every holiday when you leave there's just trash everywhere it really pisses me off because i mean makes me angry i hate to say anything bad on the podcast but it is a huge pet peeve because this island is so fragile and people are just trashing it and this is why there's always should we charge people that don't live here fees to come down if people keep coming down here and trashing my island then yeah there's going to be a fee and i hope you have to pay it and i hope it's a million dollars I don't like people littering. What's wrong with that? Okay, moving on. But this island is even more pristine than our island. So it's it's a huge thing. So read the frequently asked questions and pay a lot of attention to that. But the camping there is I'm dying to do that one day. Maybe this year. Maybe we'll go this January. Any thoughts? Maybe. <coughs> Would you guys want to see a YouTube video? Of us camping over there. Oh, that'd be so cool. This is making me want to camp. So, I wouldn't be my... That wouldn't be me or my mother's daughter if I didn't try to find glamping in the Keys. While I'm talking about a whole... Excuse me? Coming from Glamall. Glamall. My grandkids call me Glammall. <laughs> because, yes, I would like to glamp. There is nothing here. It's so crazy because this place is so expensive. You would think they'd have like some cool site with yurts mm. that are all fancy with like puffy pillows with hair and stuff, you know, fuzzy pillows and pinks and curtains and they have campers already set up with no, beds dude. and air conditioning and running water. That's and not glamping. Have you never seen the real housewives? Oh. That's what I want to do. I, I swear if I had money or if someone wants to give me money to invest <laughs> into a glamping site that I don't know if will work, please give me your money because I really give me your <laughs> give, just give it to me. I don't really want to pay you back either. <laughs> so let's just do it. You'll make money. It's glamping. There is no glamping here. The only thing I could find was apparently somewhere there's a houseboat that is all set up pretty and they call that glamping. But to me, that's a houseboat that is not glamping. I'm talking about on the ground glamping, but that's all I got. If somebody could find the glamping, please let me know. For some reason, I'm also getting a hurricane warning for Key West right now, which I find very odd because the storm's already passed us. It just popped up on my phone. So lastly, I would like to read my review. We're going back to day one. I'm going to my first review ever. Five stars from Saltwater Born. This is by far our favorite podcast to listen to. Kelly is very easy to listen to and also has the best info. Be sure to subscribe. Okay, y'all, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Leave me reviews. 
Also, go follow Saltwaterborne on Instagram. I love their page. They're actually in town right now. So if you want to see fun Key West stuff, go follow them. Instagram, Saltwaterborne. Thank you for the review. You guys know I love you and support you too. And I think that's it for my podcast this week, huh? I believe so. All right, you guys. Have a happy Wednesday. Bye.